0: Support the Amigos podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos Amiga,
1: the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge.
0: Hi everybody! Welcome to Amigos. I'm John, and I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about out to lunch. Mm. It's the old Dave Coulier bit. Out to lunch. I don't know who that is. You're pathetic. I oh, am. Yeah. Aaron, we got some feedback from last week. Mm. Uh, we got a new iTunes review from the one and only podcasting master himself, Eric Nelson, aka Dub Project. I know him. I know of him. He says, uh, "I recently bought a new phone and had to set everything back up, including my podcast client. And it got me thinking about the Amigos podcast. It is always the first podcast I add back when setting everything back up. And what could be a better compliment than that? The podcast is entertaining and really makes me want to boot the old Amiga and play along." Very, that's our job. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Yeah. I'm not you, oh, you goof. I'm oh. talking to Eric. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> Don't try to steal his glory. That's the worst. So uh it's always um it's always a good thing if you can leave us an iTunes review. We really appreciate it because it helps it's helps spread the show in a way that nothing else does because the iTunes reviews database is such a um it's such an aggregate from all of the podcatchers they use it. So. It's an aggravate. It aggravates me <laughs> that we've
2: got to bow down to these goofy nuts over there because they're the goofs that run it. Um, but thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we're getting kicked down for that. <laughs> so uh, we also got an email from 10-Minute uh, Amiga Retrocast. Oh, yes. Uh, he says, A great episode as always, guys, but we were talking about food-based games last week. Yeah. We forgot Tapper... As a food-based game. Do you consider Tapper to be a food-based game? Well, it's drink food. If
2: you if you think it is, then yes. I'm sure we've forgotten a ton of stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, let's think about it. There's a ton of food games. But Tapper, I will include because it's a good game. I like Tapper and I like Root Beer Tapper. Either one. I go either way because I like Root Beer. Me so. too. And I don't like regular beer for the most part, so... Uh, we got. You ever played the arcade version with all the, the actual nozzle and stuff? I have. I've, I've played Is that it the one the
0: It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. so much more fun that way. Yeah. You know, you feel like a big deal. I mean, I love tapper in any form, but yeah, playing having and those cabs go for money. They are. They're they are, beautiful. Yeah, and I've got the. I like the ones that even had little brass the ball. bar rail. Yeah. yep, that's right. I just love those. They're gorgeous. Uh, Simon Lech left us a message on YouTube. He says, "Love your videos." Full disclosure, <laughs> bleeping loathe the singing. Seriously, why? It hurts my internal organs, including my ovaries, and I am male. Please stop. Cheers, <coughs> Simon. Well, well you, do you have a response to that? Simon, because of you, I'm never going to sing again.
2: Oh, no. God. Where's this guy live? I got to send him a, book,
0: uh, a dozen roses. Well, you know that's a lot. And a thank you note. I'm Here. singing immediately. i want to sing more. Right now! Oh, man, please. This is late to the end of the show. <laughs> Jonas O'Brien from O'Brien's Retro Inventage. The one and only. Writes in. He says, uh, How are you guys? Still love your show, and it's great to see the success you're having. I can remember the first episodes, and now you are nearing 200. Wow. Time flies oh, are for we? sure. Yeah, we, are we sure there? are. Oh, man. Uh, he says... Um, We should try out this game called Mad TV. Yes. You know, uh, I think I talked to him years ago about that. Mm -hmm. And it was,
2: because at the time, I I think we we were, at the time we weren't sure there was an English version, but there is. Right. Yeah. Do you remember this? I remember. Yeah. I remember. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And he even sent me an English manual because on Hall of Light there was only a German manual. Mm. So he scared up an English version. So it sounds like our kind of game too. Yeah, 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 You run, you run a TV station. <laughs> lots of wacky antics ensue. So. And
2: O'Brien's—it's funny as we go to these games this month in our uh, Thanksgiving uh, thing—and O'Brien's a huge chunk of these are from him. Yeah, he gave, and we gave a lot of the stuff he sent away mm-hmm. as giveaways because I mean he was. Brian's retro goes. vintage has been very uh, generous to the show over the years. and just sent us oodles of of box games, and cassettes, sealed mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I mean, so we really appreciate him. He's he's and he's a good guy too. And his store's got all kinds
0: of wacky stuff in it too. Absolutely, so I'd love to go there sometime. One day we will make the trip to Norway. Yeah, that'll be cool, man. Um, so Aaron, that is the end of the feedback section. Uh, so Not too bad this time around. No, plus the singing thing worked that worked out good. I like that. So get on board, little children. It's time for the gamble train. Fire up the news machine, Aaron. Let's hear it. Okay. The news this week was um, sparse, if you will. But
2: there were a couple big stories that we'll get into. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Let's talk about Barbarian Plus. Okay. Uh, This game has been um, um, talked about and demoed forever it seems like well it's finally happened they have released it and uh, uh, it is available for free to download. that's a good price now it's six discs uh, you can pl- you can play it from the floppies you can install it from the floppies from the hard drive and I think there's also a hard drive file version as you can download as well. So they got your bases covered. I actually played this uh, in two forms this week. I tried the disk version and with the go Tech, mm-hmm. and i tried the i also installed this on the hard drive oh okay. and, uh, and it, but it both worked fine nope no problemo um i think you get a uh, a bit more uh action if you have a, a quicker machine you know but uh i played it and i loved it now <coughs> one of my first video was on the uh, trusty amiga 1200 and of course this is a pal game uh, and I, you and so I got the old NTse lower c- bottom of the screen cutoff gimmick. Mm-hmm. still playable but irritating.
0: It brought you back to the old
2: days. <laughs> well, those days stink. <laughs> although I am I'm getting ready to make a, a valiant effort to do something with the 600 I've got to alleviate that problem. Uh, however, the second time I fired this thing up I, I just I played it in cloanto's Amiga forever package and uh, once I installed it on the hard drive, uh, it ran great. It ran great, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, get the game. I mean, if you ever played Barbarian, have you ever played this before? Yeah, everyone's played it, yeah. right? Uh, it's just a cool game. You're you're sword fighting, man. Right. And you and then if you're if you're good enough, you can go lop a sucker's head off. This is really,
0: I mean, what I don't know what year Barbarian came out. Had the Street Fighter Two <laughs> craze already hit by the time this this oh, came out? Gee,
2: I don't know. We've never covered the Barbarian table. It's that's mm. astounding to me. Yeah. Uh, because there's a couple, I know two, we're not counting this one, uh, and, uh, 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 but this is, they did a great job on this, sound, backgrounds, uh, enemies, it's awesome, uh, it's been since I played the original Barbarian, I honestly don't, rec- you know, it's funny, when I played the original, I don't re- really recall hardly any options, this one lets you, uh, pick a fighter, it lets you pick the color of the fighter, what they're wearing, uh, to a certain degree, it, uh, it also lets you pick. There's like a girl fighter. There's a weird monster. It's all kinds of crazy stuff in it. Of course, it's just everything about it, it's good music. It's a good game. A uh, great two player game as well. Uh, so, if you're into uh, this sort of fighting game, plus the price is right, you got to give the guys credit for uh, doing the work that they did because they worked on this for a while and, re- and release it for nothing. So, kudos to them. You know, and it's just. And this thing's got a lot of press this week, so it goes to show you, uh, uh, it, it's a it's a in a small pond you can make a big splash. If you're one of the people that release some real quality stuff, just like Worthy was the same, very similar. Right, right. Worthy was a really good uh, uh, release. It got a lot of praises, and it's it's a great game as well. Uh, and uh, so you know, there's something happening on the Amiga. Hopefully, the ball keep rolling. Mm-hmm. And this is free if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Uh, so, and anyway, if you want to watch me play it, there's two videos up, one NTSC, one pal. And uh, some people, I've heard different people talk about In fact, I got the strangest note today. Uh, did you, I don't know if you saw it, because I deleted it, because it was so stupid. <laughs> and I never delete anything. <clears throat> but this guy, he got on the video for Barbarian, the one on the on the emulator, and he said, this video is a fraud. <laughs> I was like, he's like... Uh, this uh, it goes it's a good fraud or something like that, but it's this is a complete fraudulent video. this this game doesn't run like this.
0: <laughs> and I literally, I typed out a message like I
2: couldn't fraudulently present a game if I wanted to.
0: My best day. Now everybody's gonna be leaving weird messages because it's the first message you've ever read on the air from anybody on. Well, it just don't so, you
2: don't you find that strange? I wouldn't have so, deleted it. So my guess is, and then he had a, he had another video because he go here and it was a video and I, I didn't click it.
0: Maybe it's a, maybe it's a spam.
2: It could be a spam. But the fact that someone this video is a fraud, like it's the like it's a JFK's assassination. I've, I've went into into somewhere. So anyway, I thought that was wacky. So barbarian plus, give 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 her a shot. All right, moving on down the pike here. Uh, we're gonna skip that. Skip. Let's talk about a couple of Dreamcatchers offerings this week. Uh, the DK man has been up to his usual tricks. Um, ugh, let's go with now. This one. This literally popped at the 11th hour. I saw this right before I came in today. Um, yes, I wouldn't burn too much of this one, both.
0: Oh, okay. This one might this be a one, little, this
2: bit, one, little bit blue. Dreamcatcher works a lot blue in this one. <laughs> As he looks at uh, a compilation and we'll just the name of the compilation Unexpected Amiga Game Nudity. Oh. And there's quite a bit of nudity in a lot of Amiga games. Well, there's quite a,
0: <laughs> quite a bit of teenage boys playing these games. So That's right. Some one of goes, us that, the other shall
2: Some follow. of us that never stopped being a <laughs> teenage boy. So uh, this is a Dreamcatcher video. <clears throat> it, it It is exactly what you think it is. Go check it out if you're into that sort of thing. Don't let the little ones check that one out. Um, he had another video up here and he actually had... He had a video and a script, which I linked both. Um, he gave he had a good hard look at God the Godfather game. Mm. Now I've heard a lot about this game, and, it, and it, I know it's beautiful. I know the, and I recall it had a uh, very flawed um, um, it, it, development process. Right, was well, a
0: very very
2: strange development process. <laughs> I believe they originally. Um, killed the first
0: game and, well, and or what, what, switch what, developers or what something. they did the original developers made this game that had nothing to do with the godfather and it became out of this world that's right that's right that's right so anyway uh you
2: can have a look here and see what dream is up to uh his stuff's always good both again that's uh, both those are dream uh presentations <clears throat> um just a couple little bits of new here. remember a couple weeks ago you asked me about a uh, what a bridge board could do. I do remember that. <laughs> I was trolling through strolling through and bebopping through YouTube, and I came across this fellow who had a PC bridge board in his Amiga 2000, and he was playing CGA Doom on it. Mm. I thought that was kind of neat, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, did, I wasn't 100% sure that it could... I knew it could play CGA games, but I didn't like CGA, and so I didn't care. But lo and behold, in fact, also, I didn't know there was a CGA version of Doom. I had no right. idea.
0: And I mean, like, even if there was and you could, <laughs> really, why would you? That I don't thing know. Is, that thing is I'm not assuming this really. is legit. I did no investigation. Okay. But it shows, I mean,
2: there is, there's the bridge board, and here's the guy playing it. Mm-hmm. So you do. You can figure out what you want to do, but it was
0: still kind of neat that it could even do that. I thought it was kind of cool. The to kind me, of bridge boards are just like virtual reality. You put one of these things in your machine, you're like, look what it can do. Isn't it cool? And well, then everybody comes to your house and says, yeah, that's kind of neat. And it's then not, eventually you get bored and you take it out. It's not like that. It's and exactly I'll tell you why. Like because you can do work with them. I mean, you could. You were can, doing You were doing lots of work with your bridge board?
2: My bridge board wasn't uh, of the quality of that one. But I mean, mm. yeah, you could. I did it for file stuff, like I said, and, and some editing stuff. It, it did a good job. Something you're not thinking about. One thing you could do with it, format disks. You don't think about that stuff, because nowadays no one thinks about that. But on the Amiga, you could format discs and do something else. On a PC, though, you could do anything else. So you could use it to format your discs. Where hey, I know it sounds lame, but it's true. So, but yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. He was playing uh, Doom in, on his CGA thing. Uh, one proper bit of news here, I think we may have mentioned this, but I finally actually got to see what the heck this was. Uh, and it got mentioned in Discord, too. There's a new accelerator coming out for some, a team out of Poland. Those guys over there, they know what they're doing they're they're masters of the yes they are and so it's the warp 1260 accelerator car for the amiga 1200. this puppy's gorgeous for starters very
0: nice and
2: it's a uh uh, what it is it's going in a different direction (coughs) this is a uh uh 060 that you can plug into your 1200. wow oh yeah so that's what was in the 4000 right well, the 06, it, I think it depends on the model. I'm not sure, exactly sure. No, I don't think, no. I think the 40 was in there, but don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you could get a 60, I think. I don't know. I never had a 4,000 long enough to know that stuff. This thing's going to have memory expansion. It's got an audio interface of some sort, which I'm not sure. What, I, I, we were talking about that in Discord. I'm not 100% sure what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have, like, some memory upgrade, but a, a, an 060. So it could be nice. Uh, there's no price point. There's no... Uh, distribution. I don't know what. I don't know anything else about it. It was just announced. So uh, that came over. I, got, I pulled that off. Topia. I saw it a couple places. Uh, so um, hey, I wouldn't mind having another sixty. Yeah, man. Now, what? Do you, let me ask you. This is just for first for fun, and I know you don't really have a dog and hunt here. <coughs> what do you? What would you personally boat of car? What would you prefer? Would you prefer? Uh, let's say an Amiga twelve hundred with a vampire card. All right, with the, with the. Uh, with the FPGA or a uh, 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 Amiga 1200 with a O60 in it.
0: Oh, definitely the O60, right? And w- no question about really? it. Really? Yeah. And w- why do you say that? Because it, w- because of the same thing we talk about every week. You know, the Vampire allows you to hook this. Thing. I mean, like one of the main reasons it's cool is that a aside from this, the astronomical performance increase, it also gives you <laughs> HDMI out. But to me, yeah. and this may give you some sort of video, I don't, I don't know. To me, at this point in my life, if I want to play like actual hardware, I want to play actual hardware. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to be playing that includes on. So,
2: that includes processors that were never ever made or meant to be in the Amiga though, because it's sort of the same thing. Isn't it? Again,
0: you're not sure if the 060 ever was in an Amiga. I'm not. I don't think it was. I, I never. I don't think it ever shipped with one in it. And I don't know if there was no. I don't know. Well, you're giving me a choice between two things.
2: Okay, I'm just, so, I'm just, but I'm just wondering if there's, is there a line there? Yeah, I'm not trying to tussle with you here. I'm saying, is there a line that separates? Let's say, let's just for fun, let's say the 60 never was never appeared in an Amiga uh, 1200 accelerator, right? It couldn't be done.
0: Okay, if all I had was the 1200, <laughs> and. I had, you know, I had a dedicated computer space where I could set it up with the monitor and everything like that. I'd go with the accelerator just because it seems like, in my mind, for whatever that's worth, it's more authentic. See, I I feel the same way. mm
2: -hmm. I don't know why. And the more I thought about it, this whole thing is really... uh, uh, it really messes with your mind a little bit, the whole the controversial part, because it really if none of this stuff was meant to go in there, then what are we fighting about? You know, basically. Right,
0: right. It seems like because there were accelerator cards that were manufactured for the Amiga during the life of the Amiga, that seems like it's more legit. And the thing is the only reason why I would ever want any kind of acceleration at all in my Amiga is if it made certain games run yeah, better. Because that that is sort
2: of the bottom line. I, I could play with the exception of the of the NTSC PAL thing, mm-hmm. I can play most everything perfectly
0: yeah. right now. And so, if that's the case, I would not want to upgrade my Amiga <laughs> at all. You just sell the Accelerator, yeah. take the money, and go buy something else. Exactly.
2: I, I like it. I like your reasoning. Uh, let's just t- touch a couple of site uh, updates this week, or new stuff that we released. And we released a, a bunch of stuff. We mentioned the Barbarian stuff. Uh, ugh, the Boaster here went to a slew of <laughs> ZX Spectrum games this week, including... Uh, uh star farce horrible name <laughs> yes i watched you play star farce it's it's, it's kind of a horrible daily, game
0: daily it's thompson good. super test that looked that looked okay this thing is the most intense <laughs> joystick waggling experience yeah. i ever had in i my thought life. you were gonna die a couple times yeah. during this i mean i and the, and the games are interesting too because it's not your normal track and field style no there's it
2: there wasn't one like tug of war was one right. it was i watched you play one it's and I, I skipped And you were still doing it. I thought, my God. (laughs) The tug of war is just endless. And I could see you slowly giving up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm done with that. Yeah. So that looked good. And I believe you also played uh, some mysterious
0: chess game. Yeah, I played a a chess game that uh, came with, it was part of this Spectrum multi-pack of games. Yeah. I realized this doing research on it. O'Brien sent us all of these games that were in this pack. Oh, um, <laughs> and so um, and the reason why we're doing this, of course, is during it's 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 Thanksgiving season. It's a time to give thanks. We are playing all of the games that people have yes. sent us over the years, um, and so you can look forward to in the coming weeks me playing a slew of edutainment titles and the computer cookbook. <coughs> I saw that. I saw that <laughs> queued up.
2: I can't wait to see that. Um, Let's see, do we have anything else? Well, yes, uh, me and the Brent uh, were back this week. And Boat, we were playing, I'm looking at one right now, setting up on your uh, mantle over there, the old mm. Macintosh. Never
0: more have I wanted to make an appearance on ARG Presents. <laughs> you should you have came on over. I know. I, know. Uh,
2: the, uh, I learned a lot about the Mac from doing the research on that. And uh, uh, I'll tell you one thing, I learned that the, the, the Mac had some awesome freaking graphics. Yeah. Uh, the uh, graphics for Dark Castle were, uh, holy smokes. They were so far off the charts, I still can't believe it. It mm-hmm. blew my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, control of Dark Castle also blew my mind. <laughs> we had a commenter that said, like, what are you talking about? Those are tr- the, now those are standard tr- controls. And he's right, mm-hmm. you know, using the uh, keyboard. But that much said, uh, man, it's, that's a tough game. That's, yes. a, that's rock hard. Absolutely. And the game Brent picked was hard, too. But... We had a good time, and uh, I think this week, ugh, I don't think I know, both. Uh we're going to be playing games. We're going to play, be playing mid 90s DOS games this time around. Uh, and uh, Brent, I, I was supposed to play something from like the early 80s DOS, and Brent's like, I want to play a game from like 96. I'm like, okay. Oh boy, this is going
0: to be an Xbox episode all over again. Well,.
2: Put, let me put it put in perspective. I thought the same thing. Then I looked the games, the specs for the game I chose. You have to have at least a 386 with 4 megabytes of memory.
0: So, oh, okay.
2: And so, you need VGA. So <laughs> not quite the, uh, the no, retro title. When you hear whatever. like 96 or whatever, you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It, trust me. Comp- the, the leap in computers is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, Boaster. You all got right. Anything,
0: you got anything to add to that? I got nothing. <laughs> Let's move on to this week's title. All right. Pierre um, Le Chef.
2: I'm glad you pronounced that. It's not pierre Le lay chief Well,
0: I just went to France <laughs> and that kind of makes me an expert.
2: Pierre Le Chef is out to lunch or I'm just going to call it out to lunch. I think that's a good way to go. Uh, this came out on the Amiga. See what I did there? Uh, in 1994. mm mm-hmm. uh, you, were, you had two different versions of this, but they were sort of the same. You had the AGA version and the CD32 version. Not an uncommon thing <laughs> at this time in the Amiga's life. As far as I can tell... I'm, I play the AGA version, I like guess I usually do. Uh, as far as I could tell, the only difference uh, between the two is the... Uh, CD32 version had CD sound. Was it Redbook Audio or whatever? Well,
0: I don't know that one of those <laughs> things automatically means the other thing.
2: Well, no, I, I looked it up, and okay. it had definitely had different sound. Okay. I do know that. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so this was the... Now, here's something else I found interesting. Uh, this was published by Mindscape. Now, Mindscape, you know, it's amazing how many good titles they did for the Amiga. You don't even think about them that much. Just off the top of my head, they did they did the 4D sports games, 4D boxing. You know, Which we've, we've never covered those. But we've, you've played them before, never. right? You've never played any of those? No. They did Alfred Chicken, Battletoads, Captain Planet. They did Degeneration. They did Dark Castle mm. for, on, on the Amiga. Uh, they did the Deja Vu games. So <clears throat> They did a lot of good games. I think they did Moonstone, I think, too. Um, the developer on this... Uh, A couple places had uh, uh, Mindscape listed as the developer, and a couple places just had like, don't know. (laughs) Um, I looked over the guys that worked on this, and uh, it said the concept guy was a guy named Steve Lenny. He was the guy that did, uh, he was behind Degeneration, Nightmare, and Moonstone. So this guy had a pretty good pedigree. And I looked, and all the people that worked on this, almost all of them had done a ton of Mindscape stuff. So, I'm assuming that this was developed in-house, <coughs> but I don't want to say for sure because I don't, I don't know with 100% certainty. Um, so, uh, this was not originally released on the Amiga. This was actually ported over from, of all places, the Super Nintendo. Uh, the Super Nintendo... See,
0: that's not what I read. Oh, yeah? I read that this was a port from the Game Boy game.
2: Okay, well, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is this did not originally appear no. on the Super Nintendo, or on the, the Amiga. Amiga, yeah. It may have been ported over from the Game Boy, but it appeared originally, had was on the Super Nintendo. It, and actually, uh, you know, amazingly, uh, this did have a game port. Now, something else I had trouble finding was that Game Boy uh, version must be exceptionally rare. Because I had a lot of trouble finding much information out about. Well, I the think game it only version. it was only
0: released in the EU.
2: Really, and so, so. That, and so your 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 sources tell you that that's where they derived the port. Because I did notice I, I looked at the, I looked at the Super Nintendo version of mm-hmm. this, and uh, it is not that similar at all.
0: Right, Almost it like it's a, a different <laughs> set of code behind it.
2: Well, for starters, it, it starts differently, mm-hmm. different levels. The, I will say the. Uh, the Super Nintendo level get uh, version, in my opinion, it looks far better. It sounds great mm-hmm. too, and uh, it looks it looks more polished than this version. So, if you're telling me that this came over from the Game Boy, that wouldn't sort surprise me sense. as yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. That, that so that probably again that let's go with that. Um, <coughs> so, um, what do you do in this game? Well, you play as Pierre Lechef. and you're basically the ingredients for your food. It's almost like a reverse burger time. You know, burger time, the ingredients for food is trying to eat the chef, mm-hmm. right? In this, the ingredients for food is fleeing and the chef has to go get the get the, get the food. Right. Now, uh, how do you do that? Well, uh, the first thing you do is pick up your trusty net or like, I don't know, if it's, a, it's hard to tell. It's a butterfly net or just, it looks like it's a big old, like a fishing net, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And he, he'll net the food <clears throat> and then, he'll carry it around until it's time to dump the food off your other uh weapon of choice is variable uh you can get like a like a can there's like a bit where you breathe fire i think you get like tabasco sauce or something like that and you could breathe you, know, you didn't see that part where you breathe I the played, fire i played every level in this
0: game and i didn't see any of that stuff
2: yeah you the different collectibles mm. uh, i'm trying to remember what the third one was there was another one Anyway, there, you have these different collectibles at your disposal. And the fire... Actually, fire breathing is probably my least favorite because of the distance, you have to be kind of short. And you can also sort of jump on the food all yeah, on Yeah, the Mario. only thing I ever saw was just the
0: flower, you know, flipping the flower. <laughs> that's the other one,
2: the mm-hmm. flower. Yeah. So um, this game supports a two-button stick, which is good. I'm mm-hmm. going to assume that's uh, they put that in there specifically because they were releasing this with the, on the 1200 and the CD32. And uh, the funny thing about it is... Here you've got two buttons, and neither one of them jump. <laughs> so, so right away, you know, I'm not as bad as you when it comes to being irritated by up for jump. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that this game gives you two buttons. Uh, in this in this game, one button does the net, and the other button does whatever special item you've mm-hmm. got. Uh, but not having a button for jump is... You really need a button for jump in this game. This game requires... because. As, as your chef goes to these levels and they're they're sort of uh, levels that stretch up vertically and then they they scroll slightly to the right and left uh, and uh, and you're good but most of the time you're jumping up and most of the levels you can't like it's not like um, it's not one of those games where you can just jump straight up and then you just land on the level above you you've got to avoid that level so right. they're, it takes a certain amount of accuracy Absolutely. To, to, to do that. And some of the levels aren't even, so a lot of them you, you can just barely jump up. Mm-hmm. And then some require like, you'll, you'll find a spring occasionally mm-hmm. or something that can bounce you up. And sometimes you just take a flying <laughs> leap and hope for the best. That's right. And to have up for jump is, again, it's not something I normally complain about, but on this one boat, I guess I'm going to be the boat. I didn't like it. What did you think of the control? You tried
0: the gate. Well, I, I my cracked version of this actually, I guess had <laughs> three button controls. Oh, lucky boy! Uh, and so uh, I, I was able to use. I don't even know how that works, but uh, I don't recall having to use up for jump. I, I was yeah, I, I had button. to use
2: up for jump every time.
0: Um, and uh, you know, the, it was. The, I didn't think this this game controlled poorly. Um, this game suffers from. Uh, a couple things that are endemic to Amiga platforming games. Um, should I start about? Should I go into it? Should I just should I just <laughs> kick it off, or do you want to give some more background? No, go ahead. I, we can always catch back up. I want to hear what you have to say. So this game is uh, basically it. It works just like um, I think New Zealand story is is sort of similar in its level design, and that you know a lot of the levels are vertically more vertically oriented than horizontally oriented. All the ones I tried were. Well, uh, now you said you played every level. I played level, every Use the code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what um, I did. And so, uh, and this game has just a million level or a million stages <laughs> per level. I think the game eight. has it has got eight. Yeah. Okay. I just playing on my own. I was unable to get past the first eight stages. And it really sucked because I once I used the codes and saw what the rest of the game had to offer, the other stages are more beautiful than the first. They the, the,
2: the going starting with this the uh, I believe it's, uh, is it is Switzerland or Sweden. It's Switzerland. It? I I believe uh, it is. Starting with that one is uh, was a poor choice. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're instantly putting the player in a place where he's got to work with snow and ice. Right. And that does not help me I mean, like I said, I watched the Nintendo version, and I was like, and it looked that made so much more sense. The way I think right. they
0: started in like Jamaica or whatever the, the Caribbean or whatever mm-hmm. they called it. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> that you know that irritated me, but at the same time, it didn't irritate me that much because I had a code where I can j- I could jump across. Right. Um, the the main problem with this game, the number one problem, is that the game does not differentiate where you can pass behind objects in the foreground and where you cannot. So take, for example, the level that we're looking at now, which is in ancient Greece. You've got all these pillars. And some of the pillars you can walk behind, and some of the pillars you can't. And it's very frustrating because there's no reason for it. They don't they don't make them look different. They don't and um and it was very difficult for me to negotiate my way around these stages because in every stage there were things like that where you'd see something and you could walk or you know through it in one section but not in another. They have these this teleportation system, which I mean I guess it's okay, but I would have rather just been able to travel through the level as I pleased. Um I thought that the debt mechanic was neat. <laughs> I always like games where you're you know, Wiz and Liz is like this where you're collecting objects throughout the stage and then you drop them off, you know, in a in a in, in Wiz and Liz it was a cauldron in this it's a it's a box. Uh they I thought your enemies were cool. The uh, the slug thing that like kills you um, is the, mean, the, bacteria, yeah, the bacteria, the bacteria germs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't it, think those were cool when I first saw. Well, I you know one thing that I learned rather late in the game is that they are destructible though. You can you can't kill those things. I didn't realize that at first. Um, and then there's the the evil chef that comes and unlocks your cage and all the ingredients escape again. So I thought this game had a lot of good things going for it. This is not the best game of all time, but. It's a an interesting concept. The art, <laughs> while you know the Amiga could have done better, is not bad. I mean, it's, pretty, it's colorful. It's colorful. Um, you know, I, I like this game. That evil chef, Chef Noir. Mm. Um,
2: I I like the game too. I will say that. Uh, again, I went into this without reading any docs or watching any playthroughs, and so once i got went through and figured out what i was doing and started getting the vegetables and and getting all the food i didn't know what to do with it and i ran out of time too many times so i was like what do i do with these guys and i was just happened to walk over that cage and they all fell in there i'm like oh i got it now you know but uh, yeah just to describe as you go through this game you have a certain amount of ingredients per level you need to collect You not to collect them all but you have to have a certain amount of ingredients per level I and mean, then once you get that, the amount of ingredients and you dump them in the cage, like a mystery door will appear mm-hmm. and you can go through. Uh, <clears throat> you can drop uh, the, uh, the food you've got with you into that cage at any time. You just walk over and drop in. Uh, and that's not the worst idea if you can get away with it because if you get hit by one of the food items, <coughs> your guy gets dizzy and the food you've captured sort of staggers off and you've got to hurry try to catch it real quick. Um, <clears throat> it, it's colorful, I like the tunes. Uh, in it, and I, I liked uh, I liked the fact that you could have sound effects and music at the mm-hmm. same time, which was nice. Um, the uh, the food's okay looking. it's not great.
0: yeah I uh, mean I would call this a <laughs> console quality title.
2: well, sure. I would have called it that until I, it's a solid Super Nintendo version. Mm, I haven't seen which that. is way better. Mm. I mean I, I mean I'm, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just looks better. It sounds better, and it looks. I mean, I'm assuming it plays better, since I had to use up for jumping and having the hacky stuff on mine. Uh, so, I think I, I remember a couple weeks ago we mentioned this. Sometimes you play a game on the Amiga, and it seems like a bigger deal than it would. But in 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 the scope of console the universe, this would just be another game, you know. Now, <clears throat> having you being a big Super Nintendo guy. Uh, and you haven't played this or heard of it even right before no. this week so I uh, one would assume that this would, did not make a huge dent in the Super Nintendo market. I don't think <clears> this <throat> came out in the United States. Okay um, so uh, uh, I don't know if I think it did actually I think I've got the information right here let me see here. It didn't. It came out it came out on the Super Nintendo in North America November of 93. Mm. So there you go oh didn't know I had the docs right here did you? <laughs> But uh, (laughs) uh, so since I'd never heard of it, I'm going to go into the assumption it wasn't a huge hit. Now, it may have been great. I don't know. But this is another one of those hundreds and hundreds of games on a console that just sort of
0: shows up and is there. You know, it's funny. I I think that I... (laughs) I'm pretty sure now that I, I watch it, it's, it's funny because there are no playthroughs of this on YouTube. No extended playthroughs. You're right. What we're watching right now is the footage I recorded. Right. Which is hilarious because the people in the chat are ripping me apart not knowing that I, it's me playing I, this. I was watching them say They're that. are like, this guy
1: sucks. I was saving
0: <laughs> it to the end of the review before I, before I went, yeah, that's boat playing. Yeah. Um, but I, it, I was using Up for Jump because going through the doors can be very infuriating because yeah. you you want to go in, and the yes. game doesn't register you that, so the, you jump the, up the door to the next opens. level up. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And so I was using up for dump. so just, It didn't bother me. It yeah, this is what, what
2: happens when you again. play the game a week ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, uh, this game has some interesting uh, elements that they add as you go through. Um, a lot of them, actually, that I just got to touch... You know, it's various points, including stuff like I mean, this is—it's not like they reinvented the wheel, but you've got uh, pieces of land that disintegrate underneath you. There's teleporters. There's birds and stuff that fly around you can st- get on top of. Uh, you know, stuff like that. There are like the way bouncing springs and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of like. Uh, I don't know can we call them uh platforming tropes or whatever? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess it's a best sure. way to put it. I think it. that's a good way to put it. Um with the two button thing, I, what I would have basically liked to have seen happen is just I, what I would have done is just made the net automatic mm-hmm. and then just let you use up a, a button for jump. That's I don't see where the net I don't I mean I think well, I, I like I don't to, know how
0: you could do that. Why? Make the net automatic. Just have him touch them and they and he gets them. Oh, okay. So you're just running over them like <laughs> wizardlets. Okay, right. That makes sense.
2: Now what I now my strategy is a lot different than yours. I watched your playthrough as well. I always threw stuff and knocked and dizzied all the food before I went up on it. because uh, I was paranoid, so I'd always do it. And so and you and as far as I could tell, you've got unlimited projectiles or in, or if you eat the Tabasco, mm-hmm. so you have unlimited fire breath right. or whatever. Uh and uh, uh um, so you, I would just let them fly. Now, they there are some uh, things positioned on the map that are real tough to get to. There's sort of like a little puzzle element to mm-hmm. it, right?
0: Oh, I'd say there's a more than a little. <laughs> I mean, the the later stages are all yeah. There yeah. were there were certain points. Where I just didn't, I didn't. I think I'm at one right now in the playthrough where I didn't know how to proceed because I couldn't get up to the ingredients that I needed. Yeah, you're in China here, I believe. Yeah. Um <clears throat> There's a lot of uh,
2: there's, there's like there. Uh, sometimes you'll come across places that have like uh, extra men, but like for example, I, I could think of one thing in particular where there's like you have to jump from uh, little tiny clops of dirt to get the extra man, and as you jump on the the dirt they disintegrates. Fall, away, yeah. So you get basically one, maybe two shots at it. Uh, again, much easier with a, uh, with a proper button for mm-hmm. jump than, than, than using up for jump. Uh, the, uh, uh, you talk about something I thought was strange in this is that you could jump on the stuff and you could net it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird to me. It's, yeah. Well, I have both. I couldn't figure that out. It's it just, well, you odd. know,
0: when you jump on an enemy, <laughs> you stun it. So it right. stops moving. But I mean, you've you got you the it. flower as well. Yeah, I don't think, to be honest with you, if I were making this game, I would just not have those special abilities at all and use that button for jump.
1: Well,
2: I mean, I there, the, I, I can see that. I mean, the special... But, and maybe they play a bigger role at some point. Again, I mean, they're a big role. I used them all the time. But if you can jump on the stuff, uh, well, I hit it with... And, and the arc, for example, the flower, when you throw it, it takes a tough arc and you really have to kind of line your shots up. And it, it, what it required me to do is like... Uh, jump up and down a lot like an idiot, you know, or jump off stuff. Um, Having up for jump made it real tough lining up those flower shots because I had to get a perfect arc, Mm -hmm. and so it was tough. And I would often miss ledges. What Boat said, I agree with, and some of the stuff you can go through, some of it you can't. It's the same thing with floors. Sometimes you can go up through a a certain type of floor. I never could understand what
0: the? I don't understand how that works. Yeah, I, all I want in the game is consistency with the, with, especially with a platformer. You want things to react the same way all the time, and not being able to jump up through the bottom of a platform. Sometimes you can, and sometimes you can't. That's a real drag.
2: Now we should mention that the, the uh, enemy chef Chef Noir, he comes through and gets hold of your food and makes the food like super evil, basically, mm-hmm. and it comes after you. He's a little jerk. Now you can just get rid of him, but you know he—if he, if you—is that let...
0: what he does? Yeah, I pretty that's, sure. a... that's not what he did to me. What did he do to you? He came down to the bottom of the screen where my bin was, and he unlocked the cage, and then all the vegetables just went away. My thing was he would touch the vegetables, mm-hmm. and he
2: would—and he would turn them evil. Maybe I just never saw that. I never—I never saw him do that. I, don't, I... I didn't see Noir ever go down to the Are you the sure Maman's you were playing the Super Nintendo version this whole time? I don't have a Super Nintendo that has this on, and I play this on mm. the Amiga. So yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Unless the Amiga has a Super Nintendo emulator, we're really do, I, <laughs> I'm in business. It's a thing. Um, you can play uh, two players, but it's not simultaneous. That's yeah. kind of a drag.
0: That'd be kind of cool if you could, if you could do 2-1. This would two be a tough game to do with two players, though. It's so uh, vertically based.
2: Well, I know you said that last time, and you were right then, too. Uh, so there are uh, several levels, <coughs> there's Mexico, China, France, uh, you've got uh, Jamaica, which uh, it's funny, I watched two different versions of the Jamaica, and neither and one of them they were called Jamaica. One is called the West Indies, and one was called uh, the Caribbean, I think. So I don't know, you got me. And you've got Greece, and then you start in Switzerland, which again, I think is probably not the smartest move they ever made. How many games do you know that start on the snow level? I can only think of, right the top of my head, I can think of one. Uh, that's not, don't say cool borders or something. Like yeah. uh,
0: James Pond?
2: Okay, I'll give you that one. Okay, I wasn't even thinking about that one. I was thinking about X Men on the uh, Genesis, does that at the very oh. beginning. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, I guess. Well, where would you rank this Boatster in in, in the, in the uh, pantheon? I mean, it does what it does pretty well, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it is an attractive game. Yeah. I mean, I think it looks pretty good. The little guy's cute. Uh, you know, he's about, in, in terms of the pantheon of characters. This guy's nowhere near the bottom of you know some of the horrible you know bully caveman yeah. other crap. Yeah, I team. mean, he's fine. He's you know, fine. I like the concept of the food. Like you said, there's never really been a bad game about getting the food. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you like this? Do you yeah. not like it? Would you play it again?
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I'm kind of curious <laughs> to check out the Super Nintendo version now that I, that I, I want to see what it looks like. I think that this is it's definitely a game that, you know, from its roots on the Game Boy, if that's true, it's a game that was ideally suited for that platform <laughs> because it is that sort of a puzzle platformer, not too complicated thing. Um you know, am I going to go out and play this again right away? Probably not. I, I like, to me, the game that is most <laughs> like this is Wiz and Liz, and yeah. I like Wiz and Liz a whole lot more than this.
2: Well, w- Wiz and Liz had a couple aspects that can't be beat. The spell, con- the store and the spell-making stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's just that that was another it's, insufferably cute game. It was, it was, was. I liked it. So, I, this, Yeah, it's been a while since we played that one, but I think I did like that one more than I did this one. This one's like, not bad, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on the Amiga, if you take the consoles out of, I mean, this is a perfectly serviceable. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. I, I think it's it's fun. But
0: again, I would rather have the button for jump. Yeah, that, and, that's- and the thing is, I mean. You know, right now in the chat, there's a big discussion going on about how Americans, you know, complain about it all the time. But guess what? The Americans didn't invent it. It was the Japanese. And the reason why the Japanese invented it is because it's a more efficient way to play the games. But up that's for what, jump? No button. For oh, jump. button for jump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it's a better it's a better way to control things. Because you have a lot more control when you have a button that does an action. When you're say you're trying to move forward and jump at the same time, <laughs> there is no way you can be as precise if you're moving forward and jumping at the same time with up for jump than without it. Well, there are certain games that I, I can tolerate it more. I mean oh well, yeah, and I mean I can tolerate it anywhere. Yeah. But if given the choice, then there's there's no reason to choose up for jump. The reason why it was the standard for so long computers is because computers only had one one button for yeah. forever.
2: I uh it, in most games it doesn't bother me, but when you get these games where there's a precise landing involved. Right. Again, I go back to the the when you've got when that earth is, is disappearing under you, mm-hmm. I mean you can imagine playing I just Flip it over. Play Mario World with up for jump. Right, you'd be dead a billion times. Yeah, you know you need that precise control that you get from the button. So I'm, 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 man, I'm agreeing with you a lot today. I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, so this game reviewed pretty well, Boaster. Um, Amiga. Well, first of all, I should go right, I added one this week because I know you love it. So Lemon gives the... eight. A- I always like when this happens. Lemon gives the AGA version of this a 7.96. Pretty high. Mm-hmm. They give the CD32 version 7.71. <clears throat> a little lower. Kind of weird. Uh, I went and found this on Obligement. Remember that? The magazine from oh, France. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I translated the article and read it. And uh, the fellow that wrote it had a very similar thought to what we had. Uh, he gave it 6 out of 10. Uh, and then the contemporary... Uh, ratings of this back in the day uh, gave it Amiga Action gave it an 89, Amiga Dream gave it a 73, Amiga Format 88, Amiga Joker 76, Amiga Magazine 8 out of 10, uh, Amiga Power 76. So you you get the idea. Uh, the one gave it a 90. Uh, uh, so.
0: Mostly in the eighties, mm-hmm.
2: I'd say that's uh, you know. That's seven, where I'd put it. I put this in the seventies I mean, to the eighties. For, for a game
0: of this type,
2: <laughs> there are a few
0: examples that are better.
2: Now, um, the uh, eBay on this, I found a box copy uh, in the U.S. Uh, uh, for thirty dollars or best offer. Mm, Not bad. I think it was free shipping too. Um, in the U.K., I found a lot uh, between sixteen and thirty bucks. Uh, and uh, in France, I found one going for ten bucks. So, uh, and this may have done pretty good business uh, over in Europe. Uh, but I mean, th- I can see. You know, you. I know you love these sorts of. Uh, you love the this kind of stuff. You're more of a guy that likes this than I do. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I'm not <laughs> sure that I like this as much as you think I do. Well, I'm not, but I mean, this style of gameplay. Now, if this was a one screen game, you'd be all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a better game with Overwatch. Well, I, it, it depends on how they did it. Uh, but this, I, this strikes me as something that would probably get over better in Europe than it would here. You know, I don't know why. Some games, I, I, I get that feeling. I think this is one that I get that feeling.
0: On. Well, given the popularity of Rainbow <laughs> Islands, which is very similar to this sort of thing, that's probably yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
2: an interesting game. Oh, I did. there's one thing I did not mention. Uh, and and uh, we mentioned the sound. Uh, the the fellow that did the sound, and this is um, Mark Knight, and he is, uh, uh, this was well, pretty good. He did, uh, among other things, he did the uh, Sound in Wing Commander, SimCity 2000. Uh, and Alfred uh, Chicken, which we like to sign that too. So hit good, good sound. It's a good game. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was above middle of the road. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, Aaron. Um, we have uh, some winners from last week's Patreon song challenge. <laughs> I know one guy that probably didn't enter. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Simon Letch, for whatever reason, decided not to uh, not to throw his hat in the ring. Um, so last week, uh, the you remember the the song. No. (laughs) It was was Yoda by Ward Al Yankovic. Yes. Well, (laughs) now you're getting nasty. (laughs) So thank you to uh, Darren Coles, Duncan (laughs) Styles, Paul Harrington, Paul Kitching. Both Pauls getting involved. Edvin Hellon, Jonas Rullo. Call on 419. Dell is dreamy. And Chris Folds. Did any of them actually say Yoda? None of them. Okay, because I was going to be utterly appalled. You know, I knew, and I love that song. But. I, I, you know, Yoda was the first <laughs> for me. I, I, I knew Yoda for years before I, I knew Lola. I
2: told, I told Bo that the funny thing was when he sang that, I laughed because on the on the ARG present show we did pinball a couple weeks ago, and and uh, one of the pinball machines was Taxi, who had a character in it named Lola. And the character was named after that song because she was sort of Manny looking, so it was it
0: was almost timely. When mm-hmm. Did you pick that as timely as yesterday's ARG presents? <laughs> so uh, this week, Aaron, uh, I've got uh, a new song, and if oh. you, if you, if you want to guess it, you All can. Right. It's uh, if if you want to enter via email. You can send me an email. I'm eligible to enter. You're eligible, and to you'll enter. give me a shout out. You must be present to win. Okay. Usually, um, make you can send me an email at johnandamigospodcast.com. and, and uh, we are we're going to kick it off right now. Here we go. And we got a new Patreon this week, just today. So welcome, Daniel Williams, newest Amigos supporter. Thank you, man. Here we go. Maybe we need some hand claps. It could go anywhere from here.
1: Daniel Williams, Robert Edgerton, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, <laughs> Kyle Heather, Rob O'Hara Howard Nibbs Matthew Laramon Andy Craig, Sean Darren Lomax, Colin for one non bark bid. Roland Berg. Andrew Monks <laughs> Joe the Zombie John Cook Dan Ross Leaf Kaland Alan Kebab Checo Dan Level Lord John Marshall Matthew Perro, Ricky DeRoche Creepy Dead Boy <laughs> Figgy CTZ The Slow Norris or Gordon Mortensen Evan Heland Blender 75, Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Foles, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux, Theft Key, Brent Dowdy, Lane Denson, Adam Battisbury. O'Brien's Retro Vintage. Gary Hucker C., Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, wow. Duncan Styles, <laughs> Alan Kebab, Anthony Chavez, <laughs> Taste from the Crypt, Josh Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, <laughs> THT, Eric Nelson, Kip and me, Humberstadt, <laughs> Daniel Bingston, Brutabayer, Kuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warren, Pixar, Don, and
0: Kjell Bjorn Barman. Man. man. You out a song there at the end. No, I planned it that way from the beginning. Man, that
2: was a that was a travesty. Well, thank you. I always appreciate. What your was that guy's name? Uh, Don
0: Bluth. No,
2: what? That <laughs> was <laughs> the, the, the emailer. Oh, I don't know. Don Bluth. Where'd you get that at? I thought you were talking about Don Bluth.
0: <laughs> I like Don Bluth, but no. That's why. I'm sure he'd be appalled by that song too. <laughs> Next week, Aaron, we're going to turn the dial to the right all the way to the racing channel, all the way to Sky Sports. The racing channel? That's the channel I'm on all the time. (laughs) I'm built for comfort. It's indie season. So we are going to play, chosen for us by the Amigos (laughs) Game Selection Committee, MicroPros Formula One Grand Prix Racing.
2: I have time. I have uh, some knowledge of this. I, I think I believe I played this on the old PC
0: back in mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. F one. What you said it was Formula One. Formula One. Mm-hmm. Formula One. All right. So, man. Um, just in case you were wondering, we do record this show live every Friday, except when we don't. But it's been pretty pretty consistent for a while now. We do. We do. With the holidays coming, way. it's almost over. Um, so. Uh, You can hang out in the chat with all the folks. Duncan Styles is here, Necronom, Michael Ryan, Paul H. Henrik Anderson, Pixels at Dawn. Uh, Looks like maybe that's it. I guess there were some people hanging around later, but sometimes people tend to jump off right before the song starts. I don't know why that is. I think they want to grab their pencil so they can copy down the correct answer and, and submit it. Is that what it is? Why would you need a pencil? It's email. Hey, man. You do your thing, I'll be mine. All right, Aaron. We will see you next week, folks. Until then, adios. adios.